Welcome to the Everything Action Cast, the official podcast of EverythingAction.com. Hello and welcome to the Everything Action Cast podcast for the week of January 29th, 2024. I'm your host, Chris. Oh, I'm your host, Zach. I'm your co-host, Chris. And uh, we are putting on our best pair of Oxfords and our best uh, bespoke suits because we are watching or we watched uh, 2015's Kingsman this week um, because we have a new Matthew Vaughn movie out right now. If you're hearing this, Argyle is in theaters. Uh, neither of us have seen it yet, but um, I'm definitely going to try to see it at some point soon here. Um, I'm hearing mixed things. Yeah, the reviews are very uh, apparently it's people are saying it's fun but then the third act made me like loses like goes off the rails so and whatever whatever the twist is they were teasing is maybe not (laughs) what you think it is or what people are expecting it to be so we'll find out i'm sure if i I see it soon i'll review on everything.com for that but we're going back to matthew vaughn's other uh spy uh action blockbuster kingsman the secret service um which, uh, based on the comic book uh, by Mark Millar, one of his uh, Miller World uh, comics, and the, the second uh, Mark Millar comic that Matthew Vaughn adapted, first one being obviously being Kick-Ass. Which uh, set a new precedence for superhero movies. Mm-hmm. Uh, at least it, it also shook up the comic industry a bit, the original Kick-Ass, just because it came in after like The Boys, as a parody and uh even like it's just like mark millar's writing just all became tropes like mm-hmm. how, how to like flip tropes on its head well he, i mean he had he had a ton of like in this in this kind of like era he had like a ton of like other i mean i oh, think what yeah, no. w- w- came out Wanted around the time um like like jupiter's legacy like which i think got turned into that net, like that netflix like live action show um, that was him. That was him too. Yeah, like uh, Super Crook, Superior, Nemesis. Which one was Nemesis? Well, I, th- I think he did, did. I think he did. He did like was was Superior. No, I think he had a different one. But like Nemesis was the one where basically it's like what if uh, like Batman, but he was a villain. Oh wait, wasn't that like basically what they did with uh, the Samaritan? Um, maybe. I feel like that's very similar. Yeah, but yeah, but Nemesis basically is Nemesis is basically he's like a billionaire, and he oh. just like I'm just like I'm just gonna like I'm 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 gonna I'm become a villain because I have so much money I'm just gonna like <laughs> buy a bunch of like weapons and just like attack the world and just like do whatever like hijack Air Force One and take that president hostage and attack the Pentagon and. And he has like an all, but he has like an all white costume. It's like a very like distinctive look. Huh. I, I think I know what you're talking about. I just haven't seen that. But yeah. Anyway, that's another discussion. But yeah, King, but yeah, the Kings in the comic came out uh, three years before the movie. So the movie came out in 2015. Comic came out in 2012. Uh, Matthew Vaughn actually, I don't know if he co-wrote it or kind of just was like he like gave them the kind of like the outline. But he's like credited on the comic as well, along with Mark Millar, and then also Dave Gibbons who. Uh, you know, did the art for Watchmen? <laughs> did the art for Kingsman? 
solid comic. And and the, yeah, the comic the comic is definitely like the um, plot is similar. Um, it's about like there there's a supervillain who's trying to like stop global, like climate change, or thinks the only way to stop climate change is like kill a bunch of people, and then spreads like sim cards around. But uh, kind of a lot of the other details are different. Like instead of some you know just a, ra- a random stranger <laughs> that like recruits um Eggsy, the main character like, it's it's a, his actual uncle who and then it's kingsman isn't it's is not its own separate um like independent espionage service it's an, like just mi6 i don't think they, i don't think they say kingsman in like the first like graphic novel it's just there's mi6 and it's just like kind of more grounded james but not really i mean guess not too grounded but like james bond it's like very way more james bond than kingsman like it's, yeah, all, it's, all... It, it's supposed to be like actually everyday secret agent guys dealing with like these issues, but like having family problems. Yeah, and, and a ton of like a ton of even I think even more so than the movie, but like a ton of like train like a lot of the the first graphic novel that the movie's based on is like all just like exit training and like you know doing it like getting like, getting silent, like random like for, like they said him like just like kill a bunch of, like random like drug dealers at one point and yes like like get a certain amount of money like begging on the street to like increase his like persuasion skills and all this different stuff. Yeah, it, it's like real spy training through the street and not just like he's born with it magically or just some quick explanation that oh he took like a class or two and now yeah. he's like a super spy. And, and and not a lot of the suit like not a lot of like the like gentleman stuff. There's not like like there's no like tailor shop. There's no uh, no they're no they're not codenamed based on like Ar- like Arthurian knights. So the the movie definitely added a bunch more kind of like changed like changed like a, made its own like distinct world from the the comic. Yeah, it became uh, a little more British. Like they really leaned into the regal culture in the movie which yeah. is fine because they it, it's a better i think it's better for it just because they want it to not be just like a generic jason Bourne movie without it yeah well the movie i mean the movie is still definitely um you can like you can tell like matthew vaughn loves james bond stuff and it, it's, it's it's it feels like it, it's definitely paying homage to like especially like like i feel like a roger moore era bond i'm just like they're like really like over the top goofy like these, like huge, crazy villain plots, like interesting, interesting henchmen with like some sort of like weird quirk. And I mean, they, they even like explicitly like mention like there's like constantly referencing oh those old spy movies in this movie. <laughs> but yeah, but everything everything kicks off um, in the movie in uh, 1997. We get like which I totally for- I totally forgot this opening. Where it's like in like the Middle East and like it's like the like credits are like like flying off of the bill like the parts of the building are exploding and then like th- that's like the credits, and then um, the Kingsmen are interrogating this uh, you know t- uh, informant or this terrorist and then um, they they miss a he, he sets off a grenade but then um, one of the Kingsmen who turns out to be our main character Exy's father like sacrifices himself to like ju- he jumps on the grenade with the guy and then kills himself. Which that, and then we we had our first look at Colin Firth as Harry Hart, who now he's like kind of like in, you know he's kind of indebted to like this family. Do we even know like what Eggsy's father's name was? Um. Well, I think I think I think he I think was he 
don't think he was Lancelot. I, I think I think he was I think he was going to be that was like his last mission before he became an actual, officially a Kingsman or something maybe. Yeah, I think that was like his rookie mission. Yeah, and then he died on it, but because 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 yeah, because Colin first mentions like oh he was because like Michael Caine who's like just a complete asshole in this movie <laughs> in the best way possible is just like oh he wasn't really one of us and he's like he was more one of us than any like more than like most but most of the Kingsmen. All right, so I had to look this online. That was played by a stuntman, like Diamond. I thought that was also like uh, Tegan Egerton again. <laughs> like I thought they just he played the father and the son, but yeah. they really hired like another actor to play that mm-hmm. brief role. Yeah. And it's so so you have like Colin Firth. Like it's it's so crazy. That like he like they cast him like Matthew Vaughn cast him as this like action star because it's so it's it was so it's like so out of place o- opposite of Colin Firth like of like everything you've seen Colin Firth in there's like not even any hint I guess I guess he was in Tinker Tailor Soldier Spy before this but that that was not an action movie at all <laughs> that completely not no so there's like not even an inkling of like oh he could be an action star I mean before that I think was King's Speech. Yeah, he won like, like he a regal man like that. King Speech. He was in like the Bridget Jones movies. He was in like Mamma Mia. He was in all those like um, you know like uh, uh, like Pride and Prejudice and all all that kind of stuff. <laughs> so it's like, yeah, not even not even like an inkling of oh he's he's picked up a gun like he 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 could fight guys <laughs> like. But the weird thing is like, it, but it, it, I mean, it works. Like he, he's, he's, he's like so like he does such a great job. Like he's so like believable. <laughs> it's like it's this great like he's like a, this like very like proper gentleman, but also like it's like, like kicking everyone's ass. Yeah, the the big climax fight that everyone I think remembers most about this movie is just like amazing for Colin Firth just to showcase his skills, which like. What a great, like, spy. He's a classic a 60s British spy in the modern time that they got for this. Mm-hmm. And it, he wasn't even anything kind of a big spy role. Maybe Tinker Tailor told you spy, but that was, like, political spy drama compared to spy spy movies that we're used to. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, not even, like, he wasn't even, like, you know, a side character in some other, like, action movie or something. He was just, like, he was only in, like, comedies or these dramas or these like you know uh <laughs> like family movies and then it's like oh and now he's now he's like mur- he's like like a super spy like 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 taking out like every like all, like all these people like in, in like super brutal ways it's 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 a super it's a super fun it's like not unexpected casting and then he hasn't really like besides like golden circle the sequel like he hasn't really done another like action movie I guess he. I guess he was in 1917, but he was just like the general in there. Like he wasn't really yeah, like he yeah. didn't do anything. Yeah. At that point. Mm-hmm. But yeah, but our, yeah, but our main character. So after the like the opening, 17 years later, we meet our main character, Eggsy, Gary Unwin, who uh, Taron Egerton, who def- definitely I, this is definitely like his like big breakout perform like role. Like, like I don't, I don't think he was in like too much, like really big before this. Yeah, I can't, I can't name anything. Wait, it, what was the, like, like the yeah. evil movie with the like, where he's that like was, sea that, jumper? That, that was after. 
wow. Yeah, he was he was in like he was in one one movie before this. He was in like uh, like some TV stuff. Uh, but yeah, I mean, this is this is definitely like his like big like breakout role. And he he is he is fantastic in this movie. Like just such a great like mix of like cocky asshole, but then also like it's like a like he he has like a heart under it, and like he's just like because he cares for his family, and but he's also like a <laughs> just like a dick to everybody. Yeah, he's definitely got that uh, Charles Dickens quality, uh, like kind of like the the poor street urchin. Yeah, he's a he's a, he's a chav, as the Brit, the Brits would say. That's it too. Uh, but his crew is like very low stakes. All they do is just hang out at pubs and like kind of argue with like his stepfather's friends. Yeah, and, it's, and it's, his stepdad is like sort of a crime boss or like he just has like a like a kind of gang of hooligans that he runs I think they're just yeah just gang of hooligans they don't do anything yeah they just like get get the soccer brawls he's <laughs> like yell at yeah uh, Eggsy's mom but we we find like we find out um like so Eggsy's kind of yeah he's like kind of this like you know thug or like he's kind of like you know a hooligan He's, he's like getting to like he's getting to like fights in, in pubs and stealing cars, but then he apparently he was also like almost an Olympic level gymnast, and, yeah, and also so like it was he was he's like like halfway through being a marine, they they like a royal marine, and he bailed out. Well, his mom was having a panic attack about yeah. That. For him being a gymnast is just like a quick throwaway line, but it applies later on. Sort to, of like yeah, yeah, to like half the acrobatics he can do. But, but that just, that, just seems, that seems more like a, like, a, like like all the kings yeah, make to do that. <laughs> yeah, because Harry wasn't an Olympic level acrobatic. I he should we should we should have got some Jim Cotta going on. Like he should like jumped on like some like, some, like, uh, yeah, like a parallel bars or, bars or something. something. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, he gets so he, he gets trouble. He, steal, he steals one of the like uh, one of his stepdad's hooligans uh, cars, and they go on a joyride, uh, and then cr- he crashes it. But and but luckily he has a um, like the Medal of Valor that his father got for his like kingsman service that has like a number on it they can call and like get out of it's basically the, the family gets one favor and they ne- they haven't used it until then so he uses the favor to get out of jail and yeah Colin Firth Harry Hart shows up and he's like hey like you have some t- you have some talent like you should become like like I'll give you a chance to become a kingsman because they're because they're looking for. A replacement for uh, Lancelot, who was killed trying to rescue a scientist that got kidnapped by like random thugs, um, who is played by played by Mark Hamill, who in the comic book is actually Mark Hamill himself, like as himself gets kidnapped by like in the beginning of the, of the comic book. And Mark, then, does Mark Hamill die in that book, or he just yeah yeah that, 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 that kind of sets up the whole thing. Like he he gets rescued by one of the like one of the other like MI6 agents, but then they jump off a cliff and their the parachute fails to like go off, so they crash and, like die in like this like snowy crevice off a snowmobile. So it's not even the like the the main villain's fault. It's just like bad equipment which kills them. Well, like so in the comic book, like the main villain who's actually Mark Hamill's character, like Doctor James Arnold. Professor Arnold is like that's the main villain of the comic book, and he's like he's like a giant nerd along with like being this like billionaire supervillain. So he's he's like trying to get all of his like favorite like sci-fi actors and like make, make sure they're safe 
when he does, like an ex's plan of like killing everybody or killing like five billion people. So he's he's getting like he's trying to get like Mark Hamill and like the cast of Star Trek and like the cast of, like Doctor Who and like that's that's like that's like what sets like the MI six on their investigations. Like oh, all these like random like sci fi actors are disappearing because the doctor's like a big nerd. Yeah, he's he's a huge nerd along with like implementing his plan to like cause a genocide of like because the planet needs like the population is too big. So what did you think about uh, the twist on that of having like a Russell Simmons? Kind of Mark Zuckerberg, Elon like, Musk. Yeah, yeah. It wasn't even Elon Musk yet because Elon Musk doesn't have as much like swag. Yeah. I mean, um, I mean, Samuel Jackson's great. Um, he's got. He's doing like he's doing kind of like a. I, apparently, it's like a like he's doing a list that apparently like he had like it was like when he had when he was like uh or like, inspired younger. by he had a stutter when he was a kid. Yeah. But it's also, it's also but it also feels like it's very like Mike Tysony. <laughs> yeah, very Mike Tysony. Yeah. And it's it, it, it's it's definitely it's a fun character because like he yeah, he's like this super villain but he doesn't see himself see himself as a super villain he sees himself as like the savior of humanity and also like he hates he hates bloody he hates violence like it's like constantly like cover up blood if he sees bloody he's like throw up himself. <laughs> yeah, I thought that was clever. He's not he doesn't ha- he wants to do super evil things but doesn't have the stomach for super evil like like consequences. Yeah, and he and he doesn't think he's doing anything evil. Like he he's, he's saved, he, in his mind he's saving the world because it's it because of all the like he believes in like this like climate change theory that uh, Mark Hamill's character has put out, where the Earth is like an actual like living organism that is like global warming is actually like a fever. It's trying to like because it's trying to kill us the virus. And so <laughs> if you kill enough, the fever goes away and you get to still yeah. live. It's kind of crazy about the the thing because it sort of makes sense about the co2 production but it just like this is not the right way to do it i feel like definitely definitely around this time like around like 2015 like there was like i feel like there's a lot of movies that were like they like they they all they all did the same idea of like oh we're the virus like we need like that like a lot of super villains of like action movies and other movies were like oh we're like we're we're the we're the, the virus needs to get killed i need to, I need to cull the population to save the earth like Like yeah, th- like that was like a like a, a lot of super villain plots were around like global warming or climate change or you know trying to stop <laughs> that kind of thing. Yep. But unlike a lot of them, they didn't do- make it this fun. Because when you see the full twist about how the plan is and all that, I, I give the movie credit because it tried something completely different. Mm-hmm. So also also in that kind of, in the scene where we're introduced to uh, Samuel Jackson, we're also introduced to his uh, main hench uh, henchman or henchwoman uh, Sophia Batella Gazelle. Which which you know speaking of Terry Edgerton like that like his his big breakout like this I think this is like also like Sophia Batella's like big breakout I feel to like too because like she was oh, not yeah, she really was, anything. She was a dancer or a stunt slight maybe a stunt person in the background like coordinator but never to this level. Yeah, where she gets like this much screen time. And she's also awesome. Like her, her kind of like, like her with like her like razor razor legs are awesome. <laughs> and there's like you know a bunch like they really like go into like her like you know dance background or like she she has a lot of like dance moves and like break dance moves like to like like kill people. And she like she like cuts Lancelot like in half <laughs> like like straight down the middle. Yeah, the her introduction is pretty cool. Like, yeah. It, it, it just shows you how deadly and kind of calculated she is with her like she she doesn't need a gun her feet are guns her feet are mm. her knives yeah 
but it is a dead giveaway where it's like, hey, like you don't have the typical prosthetic. You have basically like like sword feet, sword heels that will like scratch your floor. Well, I, I, it's it's sort of like have you like it, like a lot of like um like para para athletes or like a, they have like those like yeah, they have a blade, it's, but it's, it, it's, especially it's, it's like especially like running like like uh, prosthetic right, legs. But that's just like the running leg. That's just like a yeah. fancy thing. This, if you look at the design, it like it blatantly has like a giant needle, like it comes down of where your heel would be. I think the blade I think... like is a flat surface that bounces and has some give, but like yeah. her heel is the like. The extension of like her sword so when it like when it pushes on the ground that should stab the floor <laughs> and you see it in one fight scene where like she's trying to break and yeah. it scratches the hell out of the floor which, but that should be like every time she walks <laughs> it should be doing that mm-hmm. i think they can like go they can like extend and like go up like down a little bit so maybe like she maybe she'll, she'll like, pop, she, like she'll pop them out when she's like actually like killing people maybe. I don't know, I just thought it was cool, but then I'm like, it's kind of impractical, but I get it. She's, like, a master at, like, uh, sword kicking. Mm-hmm. Yeah, a lot a lot of, uh, she's slicing off a lot of people's hands, and a lot of people's, like, just, like, cutting people's heads off, or, like, doing a lot, of, a lot of, like, uh, a lot of, like, uh, dismemberment in this movie. Also, think about the first Kingsman movie, very bloody. Like, I don't, I don't think the second movie is as bloody as this one. Well, it's it's odd because, like, I mean, we'll get to it. But like, what you think the what the bloodiest part would be is actually like not bloody. Like, when everyone's like heads explode, it's, oh, yeah, that, yeah. that's that, that's not like a very like a humorous like. It's oh, it's like fireworks. But then, yeah, there's a lot of like, uh, like I mean, like you know, we'll get to like the the freebird sequence, obviously. But like that, I mean, that's insane. And then also, yeah, a lot of like stuff before this is also like, I mean, it's, it's definitely R rated. It's definitely like not like. <laughs> You know, toned, it, it's going beyond like what James Bond would do. And definitely leaning more to like uh, you know, Matthew Vaughn's like you know like that like Mark Millar kick ass kind of side of things. But uh, anyway, but back to, so back to like uh, like Eggsy and Harry. So Harry basically so basically because like a because the Kingsman got killed, like all the other Kingsmen like kind of like. Um, offer up like a, a nominee, a nominee for like who they think should replace Lancelot, and then they all all of them go into training, and then whichever one survives training and is like the best in the class gets to be Lancelot. So Eggsy is uh, Harry's choice, and then we we meet all the other kind of recruits, and there's, there's like you know, there's like typical there's like there's like Charlie who's like the like the, the like the like Billy Zapka kind of like douchebag like he's the bully one. And then, um, like, Roxy, who is, like, uh, Eggsy's friend. Okay, but did you, before we get to that, like, all the other Kingsmen, like, it's a full table of white people who, white they guys. All, they, they all look identical. I know, I was like, you couldn't add any variation? I I always thought, like, which which apparently they did, they, they were gonna, there was a plan that they were gonna have, like, a, one of the teaser trailers for this movie was gonna have all the, all the Bonds, and they were gonna basically be like... Hey, we're Bonds, but here's like the new era era of spies. I feel like they could, like they should have had like the other Kingsman, be, or at least one of the Kingsmen be like an, like a Bond actor, like Pierce Brosnan or Timothy Dalton or someone someone in there to, to be like, hey, we don't we're we're, 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 we're like we're paying homage to Bond. Here's a Bond, or all the Bonds, like 
Wouldn't it, wouldn't it have been awesome if, like, all the Kingsmen were just, like, all, all the Bonds? <laughs> that would have been cool. Yeah, apparently, apparently that was, it, like, that was kind of, like, maybe not in the movie, but like, it, some sort of, there was some sort of, like, teaser trailer was going to do that, but then um, they shelved that because Sean Connery was, like, suffering from dementia at, the, at, the, at that time, so... But yeah, yeah that was, I, I did read that that basically they wanted to get them out, but like they shelved it, but they still could have got every other Bond. Or, or I mean, it's as as good as, good as Michael Caine is. Like, even just have like Arthur be like, you know, have like Timothy Dalton. I mean, we've, we've seen how like great Timothy Dalton is can be as like a villain. Like, have him be like like oh, Arthur yeah. or like Pierce Brosnan be Arthur or like something like that. Just like some someone one of the Bonds yeah, be in there. Timothy Dal- Dolphin as an as a character like that, you're gonna instantly think he's a bad guy. Arthur, even Michael Caine was like his introduction's not that great, so you're like, uh oh, like he's definitely gonna do something sinister. Yeah, and Michael Michael Caine is, I mean, he's sort of like he's like Bond adjacent because like he had like in the sixties and seventies he kind of had like sort of like sort of Bondish like you know roles, but he was, I mean, obviously he was never James Bond, but like right, I mean, he had more criminal gangster role, and that's what everyone knows him mostly for. I think like. His role is more like a Get Carter thing, where he sort of like puts on a face that he's this regal guy, but mm-hmm. later on you find out he is uh, more of a common man. Yeah. It's also it's it's funny, like because <laughs> the movie that, that that Matthew Bond did before Kingsman was uh, X Men First Class, and it's 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 funny that he did like like it's there's like a lot of similarities of like oh this young group of um, exceptional, you know, people like people, like young people training to become part of this team, <laughs> and it's like, and they go this, they go to this special mansion. <laughs> like it's very, very similar. I, I just, I, yeah, I feel, I feel like he was like sort of a little bit still in like, um, like X Men First Class mode with all the like the like the, all the training stuff in this movie, and, and even at one point, even like the front lawn of the, like the Kingsman Mansion opens up and a plane comes out of it. <laughs> That's so like, we, I, I mean, he has a style. He definitely yeah, I, I, has, see what, I see. I see where you with Matthew Vaughn. Matthew Vaughn knows what he likes. Yeah, he likes younger people that are rejected by society, who get accepted by a higher group to do the fighting. Mm-hmm. I think we could write a Matthew Vaughn book. <laughs> And yeah, the, the training, the Kingsman training is insane. Yeah, how long do you think they've been doing this for in the training? Because I thought it was like a week, but I think it's like months. That it's got it's right? got to be it's got to be months because at one point, um, like Harry goes into a coma because he goes he goes to confront Mark Hamill, and then Mark Hamill's head explodes in his face, <laughs> and then he goes into a coma. Um, because because you find out that Samuel Jackson has put um. All the people that agree to his plan, he's given them these like neural implants that will like block his signal he's gonna send out. Um, but it also lets him like blow their heads up if he needs to, like to stop them from spilling the beans on his plan. <laughs> so yeah, so Mark Hamill's head explodes and uh, yeah, Colin Firth is is in a coma, and then he's the way the way they kind of portray it like he's like he's, he has this like full beard coming out like almost like full beard and like his hair gets super long so he, he's he's in a coma for like a while and also like their dogs are growing because they uh, all the all the kingsman recruits get like a dog they have to train so they all they all grow like full size over the course of the training 
which takes like a year, I think, for a puppy to go from pup to, well, maybe like six months. I think in the comic, I think it's like three years, they say. It's like you're, you're going to be here for three years. That makes more sense. But yeah, I, I, it's, it definitely, it's definitely at least a couple months, I, I, would, I would say, of, the, of them, uh, you know, tr- training and doing all their all these challenges. I think I think I think everyone remembers like the, the like the it's like the first night they're there, like the room floods, and then they like figure out how to get out of the room, which was pretty cool. As a like, see how everyone behaves, and then the quick thinking. Mm-hmm. But the bully guy isn't the one that like gets humbled. Like he sort of just does what everyone else does. Well, we get we get we get kind of like the like um like a burn notice esque spy tip where if you need if you rip if you get, can get like some sort of tube into like a toilet and then get around like the view of the toilet you get like unlimited air. Yeah, but poop air. <laughs> I, I, yeah, I, mean, I guess no. I, I guess poop air is better than no air. But but I feel like that thing. The reason why we have the bend there in the water is so the the, the like gases from the sewer doesn't back into your house. So you're just kind of breathing in, like um, not, noxious fumes, yeah, like noxious fumes, like methane. <laughs> like even if it's like breathable for some, like that's not a long term solution. You're just breathing in poop air. Yeah, which is fine. But I imagine right after that situation, everyone that was breathing that toilet water is not gonna feel great. But cool, cool stuff. Like, if I feel like they built a whole set and then like flooded it. You know, it was yep. not just like a green screen or anything. I did appreciate that effect. And there's a big, uh, there's a big skydiving one where they they all, everyone jumps on an airplane and then uh, one of them doesn't have like one of the, like like Merlin, who we haven't mentioned yet, but Mark Strong, who's like they're is basically um, the cue for uh, for Kingsman. He's like he's like their tech gadget guy. Which I, I think I, like he voluntarily did that because he was a he's a proper Kingsman, but he's not anymore. Oh I, yeah, I don't. They don't really. I don't, they really don't, don't get into his backstory. It's just like, hey, it's Merlin. He's our he's our he's our, gadget, he's our tech guy. And also our training guy. I also I feel like uh, Mark Strong was like coming off like a string of like villain roles before this, and then this is like, oh, he's not a villain this time. But I think it was maybe a little hint that he might have been. I feel like uh, they were sort of hinting that he could have been like a villain, like a secret villain. Well, I'm sure the I, training I, and then the the fight thing. In my head, if you write like a story, the guy, the spy master, the quartermaster that is like fucking with the recruits is usually like, like a signal like that. Yeah. Well, I, I feel like you just. It, it, it's more like he has like just like this like weird sense of humor or just like, hey, <laughs> hey kids, like what do you do? Is that a parachute? Figure it out. Ha <laughs> Like True. <laughs> um Yeah, and then yeah, lots of other like then they like they also have to like go to like a bar and try to pick up like like when it gets down to like basically every everyone gets eliminated except for it's Charlie the douchebag, Eggsy and Roxy, and then they all have to like go to like the bar and try to pick up the same uh, like girl at this bar, but then it, it, that turns out this, this weird. Um, they get like drugged and they like are like roofied. <laughs> they get roofied, strapped like railroad tracks, and it's basically it's like a loyalty test to see if they would give up Kingsman. And Exy passes, Charlie passes, 
does, does it pass because he's a douchebag and he gives up Kingsman. And, it, and we also find out that he's Arthur, like he's Michael Caine's choice. And so like Michael Caine's just like, you're a disappointment. <laughs> I did like that twist. I also like the, the actor who does the, I guess, that training. Oh, yeah. Is it, isn't it like, um, oh, what's his name? It's like, um, like something strike. I think uh, Richard, Richard Brake. Who's like all like he's always just like like he's always in stuff. It's just like the creepy guy. <laughs> like, yeah, he he plays a great uh, just like that guy in the background. Doesn't need to be the main star, but when they use him, they use him right. Yeah, I'm too bad he doesn't come back for the sequel. It's like the Kingsman <laughs> trainer guy. Yeah, it doesn't even seem like he's like a Kingsman. He's just like it's just like some random guy. It's just like, hey, we gotta bring we gotta bring in the creep we gotta bring in the creepy guy for, for training. The roofy like training. Yeah. <laughs> he's like um, like on on like a uh, Fubar the Netflix show. Like he's like Tom Arnold from, from Fubar, which is like it's like the, the, the torture guy. We gotta bring the torture guy in. <laughs> he's like way too into it. Yep. But yeah, so then the last test is um, you have to kill your dog that you've been like training and caring for this entire time, and Exit refuses to do that, and so he's out. He is he's out of the Kingsman. Um, Roxy does it, but then it, it turns out like it's a blank in the pistol anyway, so you wouldn't have killed your dog. You just you, you have to prove that you have like the conviction to do it. So Roxy is Lancelot. Exit's out. <laughs> And um, yeah, you know, Colin Firth is, is super disappointed because it's like, oh, you could have been, you had so much potential, like you just gave it all up for a dog, and then it like shows him like his dog that he trained that like lived for like another like eleven years or whatever after he like became Kingsman. It's like mounted in his bathroom. <laughs> but the problem I see with that is that um, like every agent was going to shoot the dog, and only one person. What if like. Eggsy shot the dog, realizes a blank, and so did what's her name, and then. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I guess, I guess that is kind of a weird thing. Of like, what if, like, what if you get down to the two and they both do it? It's like, it's like the, both one, just as good? the one, the one does it first. Is like Stephen Kingsman, <laughs> like because I was like, oh, so why not just have more agents? I don't get why they only need like twelve. Yeah, just a solid twelve. That's how secret they want to keep their club. They're, they're really, but they really agent, but then you have like all these rejects who are probably going to be pissed about being rejected. I mean, which we'll find out. But yeah, I, I, I guess I guess they're like really like just like really into like their like um you know Arthurian <laughs> like this Cow. like philosophy of like we're the we're the new knights because like knights of the round table there's only like you know the twelve of them or whatever. So it's like we must just have twelve. Oh, yeah. they have good candidates. I bet you their forces wouldn't be such a problem if. Uh... If they had more people? I don't know. I feel like if they don't get the job, do they become the roofie guy? <laughs> Maybe. But you, but you also see, like, what what one Kingsman agent can do against, like, a room of guys. It's just like, oh, I get it. <laughs> like You don't need so many. Yeah, you, you, you only need, like, yeah, a dozen of them. Then they can they, they take out, like, whatever you need to take out. True, but you, you pretty much... Uh, it's one guy can fuck up a whole group of, like nobodies you know like granted at the end when exe is taking on just everyone that was different but 
I get it. I, I just feel like what a weird rule to have. It's not like <laughs> Yeah. Emma, it's like double O agents. We still don't know what the max double O count is. They're just whatever. If well, if, it's got it's got to be up. Like I feel like it's nine's probably the limit because like, it's it's weird if you get to like double O twelve. Like that sounds weird. <laughs> like double O fifteen. Like that's it, true. Just it, it's, zero. It's, zero it's, like zero one. It's clear. It's, it's clear with like a single number after the after the zeros. True. It's cleaner to say double O's, but then you can't be like double O like ten. But that yeah, double double O one hundred like. Oh yeah, no. The, the decimal system just would break. But yeah, but after but after XZ gets kicked out, um, yeah, he goes to Harry's apartment and he, he's disappointed. Then, but then Harry gets like the lead about um, there, there, there's this church that, that was, it was in like one of like the documents they were like um, they they discovered from Samuel Jackson's. Well, actually, before that, because like um, Colin Firth went he went undercover like he basically went undercover like this like like billionaire philanthropist, and we get a we we a really great like classic kind of bond like villain secret agent like standoff where like they both know who their one is but they're not saying overtly that they know uh like because he goes to, like samuel jackson's house and it's like cause they find out because like, they find out like um samuel jackson is like throwing out this gala but then like but then he gets there and it's like oh i canceled it because like you're like this billionaire like I, i'm doing like a private like one-on-one dinner <laughs> it turns out to be a mcdonald's <laughs> which where was our Kingsman promotional food? Oh my god! Yeah, they totally blew, they totally missed the ball on that one. Like the Kingsman McRib or something, or the Kingsman, the Kingsman Big Mac or something. But yeah, that that's just a, that's a great like classic, you know, Bond like Bond villain standoff. They they they, they, they ex- like explicitly say that it's like oh this is like a this is like a, a Bond movie <laughs> like where the villain and the and the spies face off. But but while he was there, like while while uh, Colin Firth was there, he got like the uh, info. They had some sort of brochure for like this like hate group church in like like Georgia or somewhere in the South, <laughs> Alabama or something. And then um, they 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 have a, they have a tracker because like because um, <laughs> there's, there's actually there's really great like back and forth of like um, Samuel Jackson like puts like nanobot trackers in Colin Firth's like champagne and it's tracking him. But then Colin Firth sends him to like. The, like hat shop next door to Kingsman to get a hat, and the hat is like a tracking device on Samuel Jackson. So it's like a really like they're both like really like smart and they're, like both like like one up each other. Like as far as like the like they're like schemes and they're like they're plotting. Yeah, but it's clever because it's classic tracking devices just done without like a little bug. Like it's a, I mean, it's tiny nano things and it's like a, it's top hat. yeah, a top hat that has like a tracker and like a microphone in it. So, because 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 Samuel Jackson like bought this top hat, he, like they tracked him to this church, and then Colin Firth goes there, and and then we get like I think the scene that everyone knows, like if if you only know one scene from Kingsman, it's the scene, the Freebird scene, where we get like we get we get to see like the test of Samuel Jackson, like uh, Valentine's uh, pl- plot, which is he's given every he's he's, he's given everyone in the world free sim cards that is like free internet free cell phone calls you put in your it's for forever but he has a device that will like trigger those chips to like send out this like 
um, some sort of signal that'll basically cause everyone to just like just like go insane and start killing each other. Yeah, the, the like it, it triggers some sort of sensor in the brain that like your your like, like, rage. Yeah, your rage and like your like primal like instincts and your and lowers your inhibitions. So you basically just like just going to like a rage fueled insanity and just like start murdering everyone around you. But somehow it makes everyone a competent fighter. Like you're <laughs> mad, right? But yeah. you don't have the fighting skills, so you just be like drunkenly trying to like brawl someone. You know, like yeah. it wouldn't be martial arts it wouldn't be knowing hand-to-hand combat with weapons you know yeah i get that's why uh harry is just unbelievably like effective to wiping out almost like a quarter of that church or more by himself mm-hmm. well yeah we get I mean, we, we get like a fully like unleashed like rage-fueled kingsman which is just like this like unstoppable force of just like brutal like killing I did appreciate at the time when the trailers for this was coming out. I don't think they showed you this fight. I think it was maybe, like maybe just like like a little like glim- like tiny glimpse of very it. Very little yeah. glimpse, no context. But yeah. then, like when you saw this, you're just like, "Holy oh, shit!" Away. Yeah, like <laughs> and just but, and just set the freebird, just set the like the like the, 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 the rip a guitar part of freebird and stuff. It's just, like, yeah, it's so yeah. good. I think in the theater, everyone was just, like, stunned and, like, oh, ah, like, it was, it was a good, like, movie experience to see, because no one was, like, no one was prepared to see, like, Colin Firth do all that. Yeah. Well, I think, I think, I think they they did, they did some, like, they CG'd his face onto, like, a different person. A a few, yeah, but most of the, like, static shots is just him posing badass. I was, I was also, I was surprised that this came out after John Wick 1. I thought John Wick one came out after this, but John Wick came out in 2014. Yeah, this is like a year after, so they really yeah. try to show like that's why John Wick is more of an influential, clean fighting movie, just because you could see everything in the gun kata combat. Yeah, but then this takes it to like a fun level because the the stunt work is made by a guy that studied un- under Jackie Chan, who. Mm-hmm. Like, the fight work should be, like, the fight tells a story, so you don't need to hide it with, like, shaky cam and dramatic, like, I guess, like, camera work to hide the fact that this guy can't fight. <laughs> but this looks good, like good stunt work. Like, it's yeah a lot of chaos going the, the, on. The, this, the Freebird scene is still, like, I mean, we're, you know, we're almost 10 years away, or over 10 years away, or close to 10 years away from it. It's still, like, incredible. Like... And I also watching it recently too. Like I feel I I got the I got the, like it really like struck me like this is like the like it's like the opposite of Zack Snyder because like if like it's because Zack Snyder does like you know, he does all like it, like he's all about slow mo and like these like ramps and stuff. And I really noticed in this like watching Kingsman again recently. Like it's very it's 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 almost like sped up. Like it's very like super fast and frantic and like um, there's no slow mo. <laughs> like it's like it's all it's all just like this like super fast quick action. So, it's definitely it's definitely like in the style like Matthew like stuff uh, like other Matthew Vaughn stuff. It definitely is like in that kind of he definitely has this like the style that he's he's like been doing. Gotcha. Although I guess I guess in the, I guess in the like, the first like the first fight where like Harry takes out like the like the guys in the bar that has like some slow mo in it. So I guess that kind of like blows up my my uh, premise, but. It's not. It's not. It's not 
quite to the level of like Zack Snyder, like like super slow mo. <laughs> no, this is tasteful slow mo, which makes sense when you need a break from all the action. Where some Zack Snyder stuff slow mo is just like slow for uh, just dr- drama, but when it's well, done too much. I don't, you, I, I don't know if you saw Rebel Moon yet, but like there's slow mo, and then it like go like it gets like there's like a, it'll be slow mo, but it, it'll like go even like slower slow mo within the slow mo. What I did not know there was like Inception slow mo. I yeah. did. I, I think it was you or someone pointed out that there's slow mo for farming. <laughs> yep. Like, what? They, 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 it's like like actually like Sophie from Kingsman is like throwing out seeds, and like the seeds are in slow motion. I remember seeing a clip of that. I'm like, are you kidding me? It's not like it's space seeds where basically when you throw it, it, it creates its own like gravity or some bullshit. It's like, no, it's just seeds. It's just like, check out like how hard it is to farm. Like, what? Mm-hmm. So, I get this. They didn't want to overdo the slow mo, but I feel like it's just enough where you kind of forget. They they they, they use it to like like do like it's like. You know, impact like a, a hit or like impact like a, a, a scene or something. Yeah, yeah, it's a, it gives it a punch, which yeah. is totally fine. Mm-hmm. But yeah, so we get so we get that incredible freebird sequence where yeah, like Colin Firth is just like murdering everybody, and I, I, I also love I love like just like grabbing like whatever whatever is around is using the weapon like he's using like like just like breaking up pieces of, like pews in the church or like you, like someone stabs someone stabs in the back with like a knife he pulls the knife out and like kills the guy with it or like someone someone has a gun he, he grabs that gun like takes out people and like or like i think the best one is like the end like he like it's, it's some sort of like for some reason there's like a spear or something or it's like no, something it's, I turned it's into a spear. one of the candle like yes sticks that he's able it, to smash in half and then use it to plunge in like people yeah, <laughs> like yeah, three like three people at once. He stamps like the chest uh, with that thing. Um, yeah, so a lot, lot, cra- like lots of crazy, super creative, like brutal kills in that sequence. But then he, he comes out. They turn out. They they, you know, they turn off like the test. The test is like one hundred percent effective. <laughs> and then you know they have they have another, like he and Samuel Jackson have another like you know bond bond kind of face off. But then Samuel Jackson's like it's not that kind of movie and shoots him in the face. Yeah, very cool. Very, uh, like, talk about just winding down from the huge action sequence to mm-hmm. a dramatic moment that takes the wind out of the sail. Just shocks you, and and even Colin Firth, like, you think it was going to be around longer, but it totally yeah. comes out. And I knew that was going to happen when I read the comic, because I was like, alright, like, they, they went a little different direction, but this turned it right back. <laughs> the, the comic the comic version is so like just like random and it's like like it's like it definitely not is like um uncle jack in the comic was not doing anything as epic as uh the free birds action sequence in the comic then, he, um, he, he like he yeah. like he seduced like the like the main bad guy's girlfriend and he like goes to the door it's like oh i order champagne and then like shot through like the keyhole the people yep which, uh, uh, not to spoil much, but in the comic version, he's back. Well, in like, the movies, he's back too, so I mean... Well, I know, like, <laughs> they sort of saw that it was better to bring the characters back, but for some weird reason, which I, I can't get into yet, because there's just so much, I just read this recently, uh, Hit Girl resurrects, uh, Jack. 
Oh, because it's it's, it's 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 the Millarverse, so they're yeah, all in the yeah. same universe. Yeah, yeah, just so crazy you mentioned it because everything we just mentioned about Want It and like all the other writing things, uh, yeah, they just did like a super cross like brand and publisher deal just to do a Millarverse like in universe story where mm-hmm. basically, yeah, Eggy teams up with Hit Girl to fight uh Wesley Gibson from Want It. That happened last year. <laughs> that literally happened last year. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And that just because Savage Dragon introduced, uh, like, the Wanted characters, and they were trying to fight Savage Dragon, and, like, Wesley realized that he needed more assassins, so he went around and just recruited. <laughs> but, yeah. Uh, the, the fact that Harry was... Sort of like you just you just learn to like enjoy his fighting. Oh man, I can't wait to see for the climax of the movie where it happens later. Nope, taken out. And yeah. you know, I was okay. Like him being this like main you think he's gonna be the main character, like a secondary character or something like that, and just is gone really like adds a dramatic role to it. But knowing that he comes back in the sequel through magic head things <laughs> Yeah. Kinda different, but mm. I'm okay with it too. It's, it, it definitely still has an impact in, the, in, this, in this first movie, and and he and he and like Taron Egerton have like such a like great like relationship. Yeah, they, they, they build up like and so that adds even more of an impact. Like, oh man, he was like you know he's like this like great like kind of father figure to Eggsy, and then <laughs> now he's gone. And he was he was teaching him all this like great like how to be a gentleman kind of stuff. Like this is how you wear suits, and this is this is how you like order drinks and. But uh, yeah. So then, so then, Eggsy goes to uh, Kingsman headquarters, and then he finds Arthur there, uh, Michael Caine, and then he's like, "Oh, we need to have a drink to uh, <laughs> toast uh, Galahad, Harry." And then uh, Eggsy sees that Michael Caine has the, like the implant scar that everyone who's like kind of like fallen into line with uh, <laughs> Valentine has. So he's Which, like, he's you figure that he shouldn't have had that just so soon, right? You figure that, uh, like, when did Michael Caine get on a plane and go get that surgery? Like, that very selective surgery in Sweden? Yeah, I don't, I don't know. Maybe they, I don't think you just do it in, like, the country that the person's in, or if they, yeah, they go, they go, they, yeah, go to, like, some sp- specific, like, neural implant, like, facility and do it, get it. But, I, I don't know, put them band-aid on that don't just like <laughs> yeah. you know that you had a guy that put harry in a coma from having that scar like i, yeah. I don't know and he's the head of the organization so i mm-hmm. it could have been a different thing he could have done but i feel like because he didn't take uh Eggsy serious this is what the downfall was yeah that yeah michael kane is an arrogant asshole in this movie like he's like a very like i'm i'm rich i'm like a kingsman i'm a, i'm a, I'm like a gentleman. I'm better than you. <laughs> like, yeah, the it, it's such a like easy avoidable thing. How about don't turn your head from the poison? <laughs> just, yeah, like just like the most simple fake out from Megzi. Just like, hey, look over there. <laughs> that's it. It wasn't even some clever thing. It wasn't like he tried to poison, uh, uh Arthur with like his own poison. Yeah. It, it it was like yeah it was like a princess bride 
like super complicated like mind games like hey look over there i switched glasses <laughs> like yeah it literally was that it wasn't like oh how'd you know it was poison it was like i poisoned myself like it just did you know I, that if i put if i poison my poison it neutralizes his poison or you know something stupid like that i put up immunity to the poison i've been taking the poison like a little bit every day like <laughs> but yeah the Time release poisoning is interesting because it only applies to this. I think they bring it up in the beginning in the training, and then you don't hear of it again. Then obviously well, it shows up now. Yeah, Harry, well, Harry, when when they when Harry takes uh, Exy to like Kingsman, he shows him like all because he's gonna get he's gonna get him like his first like Kingsman suit, and then he shows him like all the, like the gadgets. And yeah, one of the gadgets is like it's a pen that has the poison in it, and then you like you can flick like a switch, and then the the poison won't kill the person until you flip the switch. Just because that's how poison works, apparently. Yeah, maybe it's like maybe it's like nanobots or something. <laughs> but yeah, so Eggsy does this brilliant scheme of switching the glasses, and then <laughs> kill, wait, kills Michael Caine. Glasses does the look over there. Yeah, and so yeah, so he kills Michael Caine, and then. Um, he, 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 um, cuts out the chip as, like, proof, and then he goes to, like, the only, the only, the only people that, like, he can trust anymore are, like, for Kingsman, because, like, you know, the head of Kingsman was on, on, like, Samuel Jackson's payroll, or, like, like, in league with him. So it's, it's Merlin and Roxy are the only two people that, like, he can, like, go to. So th- that trio is gonna, like, try to, like, stop, uh, Samuel Jackson from, Basically, like setting off a worldwide signal that the same thing like at the, the went off of the church, but it's like worldwide and like have everyone in the, almost everyone in the world like kill each other. And then it's kind of it's kind of funny, like so like they've they've built up like like Roxy's been like a pretty like major character, but then they're like, oh, you need to like fly up in this like this like weird like like a uh, balloon chair and blow up a satellite. That's all you have to do for the finale. Uh, she, yeah, basically doesn't do anything besides point a gun and then become a rocket launcher. Yeah. Like, she even is, like, nervous, too. Like, she she's the, like... Well, because they said that she's, like, afraid of heights or she doesn't like heights, and then they send her off to, like, the fucking stratosphere or whatever, the, the edge of the atmosphere. <laughs> right, right. And it's like, what was the reason to not just send a rocket or some sort of smart missile up there? I don't. I can't remember. I don't. Even, I can't remember if they even gave a reason. I think it was just. Well, I think that because they couldn't. They had to like get to like the like um, where the satellite was going to be, and you they they didn't have access. I guess they didn't have access to like some sort of missile that could get to the satellite. Oh, they had like they had like yeah they had like ma- like s- like get something up into the atmosphere that could like launch it from the atmosphere. I got it. I mean, it's a cool thing. It just seemed like they want to do this like Red Bull stunt. Up in there, <laughs> but, it, but, it, but yeah, that's like her only role. And then, like the uh, finale, she doesn't have she's she doesn't like join them in the fight at all at like the compound. She's just like she's like kind of like she's just like she's like standing up, just like like somewhere off in the mountains, just like yeah, go guys. <laughs> like I blew up this out like like an hour ago. Like, yeah. Well, she lands in either one of the polar ar- arctics or like some you know he she is. Far away. I don't think she has supplies. She's just by herself. Yeah. I think is it, in the second one. Does she get like because like all the all the kings may like wiped out? Is she the one? She get wiped out too, or is like? Oh I, yeah. 
she's just... like hanging at home in the yeah. um in the Kingsman like house, which she's the only resident in apparently. Mm-hmm. And then it blows up. Yeah, her and like Arthur, the new Arthur. Yeah. <laughs> such it's such a weird like they built her up to be such a, like a major character and then they like don't ever do anything. <laughs> yeah, I also thought there might have been a love interest between her and Eggsy, but they really kept it like friends, which I appreciate. Yeah. But yeah, I mean, yeah, it's 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 pretty much it's all it's all Eggsy in the finale. Like he's like uh, the, you know the one man assault force that's gonna like infiltrate the base. Oh, and he just like is a one man army. You're right. It's such a um, such a like Rambo esque moment in a guy in a suit. Yeah, he's he's got his, he's got his full Kingsman suit, which I feel like I feel like so John John came like forward with this, but I feel like Kingsman beat them to like the bulletproof suit thing because that they introduced that in John Wick two, but Kingsman had it first where their, their suits are bulletproof. Yeah, I forgot that, but you don't really see him getting shot in the suit, unlike John Wick. John Wick takes a shot in the suit; he's okay, but yeah. he still feels it. Exy just seems like all right. It's bulletproof. That explains why I could just run around. <laughs> Yeah. yeah. I'll take and, an extra suit and wear it as a hat on my head, you know? <laughs> like, I would want that as an armor helmet. Yeah. And he, he goes with the uh, the umbrella, which is which is the you know, weapon Harry was using in, in the beginning as, like, his, like, you know, main like weapon. Well, but, that, but I think it's, like, apparently, apparently it's, like, if you have, like, a 50 cal, like, sniper rifle or something, it blows through it, so... Um, well, I mean, it weakens it. It took yeah. a lot of damage. Plus, like, yeah. even the most bulletproof vests, if you take a 50 cal to the chest, it can crack yeah. the plate. And you take it again, that's it. Like, your bulletproof thing is, like, physically can't hold anything anymore. But the, the, umbrella, the umbrella definitely seemed like it was, like, OP. And then it, it kind of, like, it kind of, like, goes away. It uses it for, like, a little bit and then gets holes blown in it. So then it kind of abandons it. Yeah, yeah. Even though it but still it, had a whole bunch of gadgets inside of its arsenal, like it doesn't have its own self destruct. It just well, it's got it's, it's got it. it's got a shotgun. It's got like a stun puck, and then you can like look through it, and you have like a full like view of what uh, like targeting of what of like everyone in front of you. And it's like it's mostly it's somewhat bulletproof. Which I that I mean that, that, that's something like one of like the trademark uh, Kingsman things too is that they introduce is, is that the umbrella weapon. <laughs> yeah, yeah. The, uh, the, the Kings, Kingsman must have been like very. They must have been like big fans of like the Penguin <laughs> from Batman. Like, we, yeah, we got a, umbrellas. That's our weapon. All of our things are dapper umbrellas. That uh, how do you not like? Is there like a weapon lock on it? If you so you put that in a in an umbrella holder, someone gonna be like, oh, cool, and like. Grab it and accidentally set something off. Yeah. Like at least a gun is compact and umbrella because it's hidden as an obvious thing. Like you just can't lose that umbrella out of your sight if you go out in public. Mm-hmm. But uh, yeah. So as he goes, he, yeah, he takes on like you know dozens, and dozens of henchmen, and but then we get the you know the classic kind of Bond finale where he has to take on. You know the main, our the main henchman, uh, Gazelle, Gazelle, and they have they have a big fight. Now you you read in the comic, Gazelle was actually a Kingsman, well, or like a, like an MI six guy. Yeah, he's he was like an agent on MI six, and also was like a like he he was like a guy, and he's he kind of like 
kind of had like a, like a like a Ving Rhames energy. Like he was this like kind of like 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 big black guy with like with like the razor legs. I mean, I do prefer the this version of Gazelle. Than... It, it definitely it definitely makes more sense for like because like I don't know how like you, in the I don't even think in the comic you see him like use his like what like legs that way like he doesn't like cut people like kill him with his legs it definitely makes more sense for like a like a you know, like a very like like a graceful dancer to use them as weapons like yeah yeah that it makes it him in the comic would have been like more of a jaws type guy yeah well i mean this that, that's that's obviously like this homage for like all like this too like it's like some some sort of villain with a you know some sort of like crazy prosthetic. like prosthetic or like like they, they don't feel pain or like all, you know, all, one of those classically James Bond things. So, well, usually the main villain has some sort of crazy thing where yeah. their gimmick is oh they can't you know some nerve is gone or <laughs> yeah uh, they're These... rich. <laughs> they're rich. <laughs> they know the, like... they know the news. I... Like I feel like every every like Pierce Brosnan era like Bond villain except for like Sean Bean because he's like a former like a traitor by six like uh, uh honestly that Sean Bean is on is equal to the Bond you know he's, yeah he knows as much as Bond does and he's just as skilled but I mean, I'm just like every other every other like villain is like a rich just like a rich guy or, like a rich woman that's like all the, all the Pierce Brosnan villains are just like I'm a I'm a rich TV mogul I'm a rich like oil baroness I'm like a, I'm a rich like uh South Korean general or North Korean yeah, general yeah, uh, like no, totally it's just like, yeah. that's what I'm, saying. I'm just like unfortunately I'm just thinking non Daniel Craig era Bond movies it's just like yeah no it's just like rich people he fights and then maybe Roger Moore era people are more grounded he's fighting like environmentalists and then mm-hmm. like like i don't know like a black mob <laughs> yeah but then, but then also like a billionaire who like built like a space station that he's gonna like use to like blow up the earth or whatever so yeah no that's the environmentalist oh he's yeah. also a, a uh kind of eugenics guy because he didn't believe certain mm-hmm. people should survive the next race or, the or just next like generation the, the world the world's best hitman <laughs> Which one was that one? The man with the golden gun. Oh, he was a hitman I, in that one. I thought, yeah, was it was it Scaramanga? Like he was like the world's best hitman. And he's like, I need, my ultimate challenge is James Bond. <laughs> like, I, I forgot what like his thing was. He just liked challenges, but I don't think he yeah. like, he basically did hits to like attract more challenges or something. I forget. Anyway, this like that's the thing. This movie, besides having the like semi Bond archetype the rich like samuel jackson he can't fight he can't <laughs> he doesn't have like a backup plan if giselle goes down that's it like his only line of defense was her <laughs> he doesn't have a gun anymore yeah he doesn't he doesn't like blood he doesn't like violence like his only, yeah his only his only superpower is is money like and he has a button that can like blow everyone's head up or like and he has like the his like his like console they can use like Kill, have everyone start killing each other. That's what I'm saying. Like, I don't know if uh, if there's like another thing about him. Like, I mean, again, granted, the movie climax threw a lot. It threw so much at the story and the way it, it it's it gets to it. It's like you finally understand. Mm-hmm. But oh, wait, we didn't explain the head exploding. Yeah, so so 
so so before like Eggsy was like or uh, on his way to like the final battle like so Samuel Jackson is like start he's he started his plan he's he's sending out the signal like and then you cut to like was like New York and London and like Rio de Janeiro and all these different country, like cities where like everyone starts like killing each other um but then uh Mark Strong Merlin, Merlin's like in is he able to get in their system because like uh, Exy's able to like get like a laptop and like hack into it and then give Merlin access, but then he can't stop like the because it's like it's like biometric he has a biometric security so he can't like actually stop fully stop like the signal, but then they figure out they can like kind of rewire or re, like reprogram like the neural implants that everyone has that are, are there that like everyone involved in like uh, Valentine's plan, they can like overheat them and blow their heads up. So then we get this this, whole, this crazy over the top sequence where like like they do the, they execute that and then everyone's heads start exploding in like these like super colorful like fireworks, which uh, they did introduce that when uh, Mark Hamill's head exploded. So it's yeah, it's not like completely different. Like apparently yeah, see, everyone's yeah. got different head explosion colors. Well, it's odd because like that that was like. There's a like so, so, sort of a little bit gore because like you know like Colin first got like splattered on the face with like whatever gunk <laughs> came out of his head, but then yeah this this big one where like we see like everyone's head around the world exploding, it's like so like cartoonish. <laughs> I feel I feel like it could have been like a little bit more. I mean we already had some like pretty gory stuff in here. Like I feel like I, maybe, maybe they thought it was gonna be like that was like that's too gory over the top. Really, just the, well, I get it. They they had to do something to not just show heads exploding. But if they, if they made it like realistic, like just like blood, you know, red, everyone's red head exploding, every every says exploding, it's like a, like jib, like gore, like jibs of blood spray everywhere. Yeah, I can see why they're like, okay, we the rating system was like we allowed you to massacre people in a church. This is but, where uh, we yeah, draw the line. I mean, it's already I mean, it's already R. So I mean, I don't know why you couldn't just at least ha- at least have some just like more so. Make it seem like like actual like heads are exploding, not just like 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 a, like a cartoon, wow. like a yeah. It's, it's like it's like a, it's like a cartoon where like someone like eats like a hot like something super hot and their head explodes like a nuclear explosion or something. Like it's like very it's very cartoonish. I think the scene that really shows up how like cartoonish it was is when like they show you the dance floor and everyone around you is not reacting to everyone else's head exploding. <laughs> They're all just like talking and it's just like <laughs> yeah, or like. I think it cuts like the Pentagon, I think, and like everyone in the Pentagon, the, all, the, oh, all yeah. their heads explode. <laughs> oh, and then also like like fake Obama, fake Obama exploding. That yeah. I I was shocked that they they really wanted to ground it in the time. Mm-hmm. Which, which now that, that explains why uh, like Bruce Greenwood is the president, the, the, the second evil president in like Golden Circle, because like so apparently like you know oh, fake Obama was like he okay, but he Bruce Greenwood's character was only like sort of evil, not. Only because he was like, "Well, I've got no other choice." Where yeah, this president blankly made a choice. Yeah, he's like, "Oh, yeah, I'm I'm on board with this genocide." <laughs> like, what's that? What's that too? What's I though too is like like the Swedish ambassador or, or like the Swedish prime minister. Prime whatever. minister. Like when his head explodes, it, it's gory. Like you see, his like eyeballs explode out. So it's well, like, I think it was to show you what they're censoring up. How like it's not this yeah. colorful poof. Like your head basically like implodes in the outside and mm-hmm. i get it like they wanted to imply that all these fun clouds that are coming out of people it, it just looks like that to us but in actuality there should be way more like blood and goo around yeah uh, though i don't know why the chip makes your body blue like because like 
you know, or, like or, I, I, orange or purple. Or, yeah, yeah, it, it's like a multicolor thing. That's why I was like, all right, I get it. But yeah, I felt like that was such a safe route. I mean, it's, it's it's a super fun idea, but yeah, it's just it's 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 definitely because um, I mean, yeah, like we mentioned, like we already saw like the Freebird scene where like like people were actually getting like you know brutally murdered. It's just like I I don't know, like why would you not lean into well, it more? Yeah, yeah, you're you're already there. Like I don't know why, like you know, you're gonna lean back and just make it like now it's a cartoon. Well, <laughs> like, so now it's PG thirteen. Yeah. So that's where I was like saying that this Kingsman movie, uh, it feels like, like as soon as they did the Freebird, they're like, we ran out of gory ideas. Let's just keep it like family friendly. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, so like, so yeah, every, everyone who was involved in uh, Valentine's plan is uh, their head explodes around the world. Time. He, he didn't believe in it. Yeah. And, and, and Gazelle didn't have a chip in her head either. But then yeah, Gazelle and, um, Exit fight, and then uh, you know we get a lot of, like we get like like Gazelle <laughs> just going like full on like breakdance fighting, which is like, cool. Like, like spins her, and like oh yeah, it really showcases the um the like the skill that probably she has as an actress, like her dancing abilities. Mm-hmm. And even though the stunt work in CGI hasn't aged that well, you can see it look a little rough at times. Mm-hmm. Especially like the climax of that fight, that the like CGI. Oh, like the, like the slow mo where they're like flying at each other. Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. It, it is just super weird. I don't know, <laughs> maybe because like I was streaming it to my computer. Yeah. So the sharpness was a little like it was at 4K quality, but you could. Feel the roughness and just try and do that screen screen work. No, I was I was watching it on Max and it, it was still weird there. So, <laughs> but yeah, but actually he uses he's like the a classic spy gadget spy <clears throat> like like Bond thing, which is like the, the shoe with a knife in it, and the knife has like a neurotoxin on it, and he manages like you know slice uh, Gazelle's arm, and then she. Uh, is killed and then like <laughs> so whatever that taxi is like is like just like so, instantly touches her like all her skin green like it's just, like oh he turns into the Hulk basically yeah though there's no antidote it's just oh no this is like an instant death and yeah and and Eggsy's cocky about it like he looks down <laughs> smiles at her well, I feel like it... bad for Gazelle a little bit but I mean they really treat her as sort of like a um, not heartless monster but. Like it's part of their job. Like they had a fight. She was like a yeah. She was like a true believer fanatic into like, like what what they were doing. Right. She didn't care like 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 you know, five billion people were gonna get killed or whatever. However many people are gonna kill. True, but I think it's funny that he she cares for Valentine, where he like she serves him. She's the henchwoman, butler, like daycare, like the muscle. Like she did a lot for him. Mm-hmm. I think they were also like together, together. Like, cause there's, like I don't a... know. I don't know if they were together, together. I feel like they played because, like, after, like this after the scene like, where like Colin Firth like leaves when they, like, after like they're like, oh, like he smacks her butt. Yeah, I did see that too, but that could just be like a Sam Jackson thing. <laughs> <laughs> 
but yeah, so but yeah, actually, so he manages to defeat Excel, and then he uses one of her legs to spear Valentine th- through the window, and then you know get get his hand off the, the trigger, and he's dead. Oh, but here's the thing: was Exy a uh, like <laughs> like a javelin? Yeah, javelin thrower. <laughs> I, I couldn't figure that one out. That seems like a, yeah, this seems like a, definitely a risky, like. Instead of like like a gun or something that he's like very skilled at, like throw a spear at him. That. Yep. There were so many other weapons, I guess, but in the moment he's just like screw it, javelin time. Yeah. He could have threw a shoe. He could have threw his poison <laughs> shoe at her. Mm-hmm. And then I, I I do love like their like final like where it's just like Sam Jackson's dying. He's just like you're gonna you gonna like you got like a a quote a quip for me. I did like and, that. Like, and, even and, if he's like a villain, he still wanted to be cool, and I appreciate that. Still, he still, he still loves, but he still loves Bond movies. Still, and Exy like, like you know, throws back his like, isn't that kind of movie? Yeah, why at him? Kind of movie, bro. Yeah. So yeah, so they they save the world. He's he's Galahad. Roxy's Lancelot. They got like they have new. Uh, <laughs> I guess, I'm assuming like new Kingsmen or like I don't I don't know how they hopefully they I mean, I assume like if any Kings, other Kingsmen like were like in on the plan got their head exploded so hopefully they have like a you know fully like a, you know, like a you know a fully like vetted like these guys weren't traitors to us Kingsmen. But I also feel that uh, they really should have introduced the backup Arthur because like you know the main guy is in charge like died. Or was a um, a villain, and then like they have to rebuild the whole organization. Yeah, they skip all that. They they like jump ahead and avoid all that. Oh, we forgot to mention too, like that. Um, <laughs> the movie ends with like like Agassi, like so he he met like Princess Tildy, who's like the like princess of like fin- of Sweden, yeah. right? And then he he does you know classic Bond like oh it's like, she's like the Bond girl, and then they, like. <laughs> They have sex in like her like prison cell, which but he locks himself back into that right. Like he's it's like a one way door. I think yeah, I think so actually. Like he has to, like put the code in to get in. So I, I have to assume like like Mark Sherman has to come in and be like, "Hey, you guys done yet?" Like I let you out. Yeah. Although I do love in the like in the second one they reveal that they're, they're like they, they, it wasn't just like a weird like Bond like one like one night stand one thing night they're stand, like yeah, they're, they, still, they're, they're still they're still like in relationship and they actually get like married. Yeah, like I did like that. It wasn't just a okay, hey, I just play around and I'm not the job is this, but I also feel like that's bad to have as a kingman. It's like now he's uh now he's in love. Mm-hmm. Now he's like that's why Bond was great because he has to be heartless because. It's a liability. Yeah. And then there's a there's a mid credit scene, uh, where uh, Exy goes goes back to like like the, the bar where like his you know asshole stepdad Dean and everyone hangs out, and then basically he does he he does what uh, Colin Firth did at the beginning, like he they're like they're like they're you know they're being douchebags to him, and then he like locks them in the bar, and then he does like the manners maketh the man. <laughs> speech and then starts like kicking all their asses again implied or they might have given up we don't know 
Well, he, uh, I, I do, you kind of get that, like, because Dean wasn't there the first time, so he doesn't know what, like, what Harry did to, like, yeah. yeah. So he, so he's the one who gets, he gets, he gets, like, the, the glass thrown in his face, and then the other guys were there, so I, I just I had to assume they're, they're like, oh, shit, like, we does, <laughs> does once, like, we're, we're out of here, hopefully. Or, or else they get, like, severely, they get their asses kicked again <laughs> by Kingsman. I am surprised that that whole group survived the, the like, 20 minute purge. Or how uh-huh. long it was. Yeah. Because essentially, everyone re- seems like everyone recovers the next day. Like, everything's put back. Everything's like being cleaned up. And then that's when uh, Eggsy shows up. Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, I'm surprised all like all of his main crew like survived. Because if you saw during that montage of the world basically fighting itself, there's a lot of dead people. Yeah, I mean, basically, it kind of turns like a zombie movie, or whatever. It's just like you see, like this, like just citywide, just like destruction, and like a bus flies, like slams like a like a, a hundred people and kills everyone. Like, yeah. there's also like shots of people jumping out, like being pushed out of windows. Yeah. So that's why I'm shocked that basically, yeah, no they, they're talking about that. They, the yeah, they, they they really gloss over the like cleanup effort that needs to go on, like. Like where are all these bodies going? Like all these injuries? Like how do you what, how do you blame the world? Yeah, how do you explain like what happens? Well, you see, so Val- so Valentine uh put is transmitting a signal in, in all of his sim cards, and that made and then it like activated like part of your brain that like turned you to like a ravenous monster. So so that's why you ate your baby. Yeah. Also, they're never gonna trust free internet anymore. Yeah, well, yeah. I guess everything just goes back to like Verizon or something, or AT and T. One of those propaganda things that you're like, oh, we don't um, give out five G anymore because <laughs> five, yeah, five G causes COVID or whatever. <laughs> like, just, yeah, five G causes rage. Yeah, there's gonna be a whole like whole new slew of conspiracy theories in the world of Kingsman about like cell phones. I'm surprised no one tried to quote this movie in terms of weird <laughs> science fact. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But uh, yeah, that's that, that's pretty much Kingsman. Um, still great. I mean, it definitely holds up super well, even you know, almost ten years after it came out. Like, just great action, great characters. Like, uh, like, really, like. Really great, like kind of yeah, like the first like, first major appearances of like you know Sophia Batella and Taron Edgerton. They went on to like you know lots of other stuff after this. Yeah, and that Michael Caine guy was pretty good. <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah, like this movie definitely is going to be one of those classic action movies from the two thousands. Like it's going to be remembered well because it ages well in the terms yeah. of the setting, the the witty dialogue, and the play on the tropes. The only thing that I think it's going to hurt is just, like, again, the level of of intensity. Because mm-hmm. I feel like the, the church fight is, like, the climax of the movie compared to this other half. Just because the intensity and, and shock and surprise, mm-hmm. and then by the end, you're like, okay, this is a straight-up, like, regular spy movie, except instead of, like, an army would exit, like, storming the, the fortress, it's just him. Mm-hmm. And I did wish that there were more Kingsmen to help him, but I don't know. I'm fine with how it was. 
Yeah, uh, we don't. But, we, we, yeah, we don't. We, we don't see like any. Like we see like Lancelot in the beginning. He gets killed, and then we literally. And then we see like all the like, all the identical guys at like the hologram meeting, and then, and then um, like whoever like which, which I can't remember which one, but like, whoever like sponsored like Roxy is like just stand, stands there and doesn't say anything. <laughs> like, yeah, weird, right? Yeah. They're like, they didn't run out of funding. They just, eh, it's not important. Let's just, like, do something else. Like, film something else. Yeah, and I, I, haven't, I haven't seen the Golden Circle in a while, but I feel like the Golden Circle, I feel like the balance is, like, way off. Like, I feel like that means, like, way more into, like, the goofy and, like, wacky stuff and yes. the balance is off. Like this, like the, the the first one, the balance is so great where it's like there is a, like over the top stuff, but there's also like actual like real, like you know character stuff, like the like Harry and Agassiz's relationship is like really like like great, and then um yeah, all the other like like all the other stuff is great, and then but then that was just like all like you know Elton John and like all this like insanity going on, <laughs> like the Statesman and all like it just it just yeah, it, it, the balance is like it leans way too far into like the like you know crazy town. I agree. I I um I feel that the second movie is goofier and it's not as violent as this. Uh, there's it's got its moments, but it, I feel like they played it a lot safer in that to appeal to like younger people for some reason. Have Have you seen The King's Man yet, Chris? I have. Yeah, and that one I think kind of got back to form because it's grounded in some reality and then yeah. it's goofy at the end, but. It's goofy at the right parts, like, but that's what I mean. Like, it's better as like a group doing it because they lack the technology where one guy could run in bulletproof wise and John mm-hmm. work his way through. This is like they need all the specialty guys to kind of get together and do what they all know how to do best. But this was like, I get it for uh, a comic book movie that played on the tropes and then did the whole spy game because Exe just like infiltrates the group to get onto a laptop to hack the group. Like it's a it's a far fetched plan. Mm-hmm. Have you have you I, I so apparently I was reading on on Wikipedia, which I guess take that with a grain of salt, but apparently like Matthew Vaughn is talking about um like so Kingsman, Argyle, and then some third property that he's like working on. Are gonna be are, are, like all in the same universe, or he wants them to be in the same universe, and then they'll have like a some sort of like crazy big like spy universe crossover kind of thing. At I'm some fine point. with that. Um, I read that too. I didn't want to spoil that because I know Argyle. That's what I'm saying. Like Argyle is weird because it's like, oh, that's cool that like it. There's some sort of like core silliness where like, oh, you gotta suspend some belief for this to make sense. But so it's weird. It's that world makes sense too. But it's weird because like Samuel Jackson is in Argyle, but he's not like obviously not Valentine in that movie. So it's I'm like, fine with that. Yeah, I'm fine with, like a, he's, he's another is it, place. Is it, is it the multiverse? Like like uh, <laughs> I mean we have, obviously we haven't seen Argyle yet, but like like there's like mid credits scene Argyle, like there's like a portal open or something, like Exe steps out or something. It's like hey, I'm, I'm, I got a Argyle, I got a creature for Kingsman. Like, I mean, listen. That's what they did in the comic. All they gotta do was just open a portal. I'm from this universe. These are these rules. Get in on this. Mm-hmm. That that but I think like Hitman takes place in the same universe as Kingsman, so they don't need to do a portal thing. But the Water universe is like its own bonkers thing. That um, again, very similar to the Boys, but like way more messed up. And then 
they don't have like Gen V, like so they don't. They doesn't explain how superheroes exist, but they just do. Mm-hmm. I wonder if that's what's gonna happen in Argyle, where it's like fucking James McAvoy shows up in his white <laughs> costume. And well, it's like, well hey, come I, on I, I mean, Matthew Vaughn didn't direct that, so I don't think. Like, I think I think it's only like it's oh, it's only his thing. Yeah. Things. yeah, it's uh, only like it's. There's some there's some third there's X-Men like some, some some third on un, like unmade or some unspecified like IP that he's like working on that's gonna be like also tied into this or he wants to be tied into this like Von verse or whatever like I, I'm fine with the Von verse spy verse thing yeah. just everyone is a secret organization but I kind of I really want the statesman to be a thing yeah well I mean there's they're also they're still talking about like a third king, like a third like Kingsman with like Terradigion and everything still so. Who knows if we'll see that at any point? But they've been talking about it since like uh, the second one. It was like 2017. So, <laughs> but then they made the King's Man, which wasn't bad. Which <laughs> you also said like the insane like the King's Man sequel where it's like they're gonna fight Hitler. I'm fine with that. Finally, get to. It's like there's like like the Thanos reveal at the end of Avengers. It's like <laughs> da da da. It's like. Oh, this new player on the game, Adolf Hitler. <laughs> but yeah, any, any, anything. I guess probably anything in the Kingsman, Kingsman adjacent, Kingsman sequel will probably be there because we're you know, I think we're both fans of the of the franchise and like what Matthew Vaughn's doing. So, oh yeah. And I'm 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 definitely gonna see Argyle, so I'm stay tuned to the site for some sort of review probably at some point. Just like don't make f- a video and be like, Argyle is actually this. It was a lie all along. Because I think they even said in the Argyle that like don't spoil it, like don't see the movie, don't tell anyone that what this big twist is. I mean that was yeah that was all the trailers. Joe was like, oh, you, you won't be you won't believe what the twist is or like who the real Argyle is or whatever. That's like the big like reveal. I'm hoping it's a robot, like it's, it's like a cat in a robot suit <laughs> or something. Henry Cavill secretly like a, a like a cat inside. Yeah, it's a Henry Cavill mech suit. <laughs> it's it's the it's the X Men. <laughs> He's throwing it all back to, like, all the way back to like first class. Oh no, it's Mystique. Yep, Jennifer Lawrence shows up. Or it's like um, they open the door and it's like Taylor Swift's there. It's like I the conspiracy theories were true. I wrote the book. <laughs> like, wait, is that an actual thing? That was like so when because they put out the, like the like the Argyle book and they were like, oh, it's 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 gonna be it's we're putting out this book. It's gonna be a movie Matthew Vaughn's making. And they're kind of they kind of implied it was like you know it there's no indication of, the, of like the plot where it's like oh it's the book is the plot of the movie. And then people were like oh. Taylor Swift wrote it. <laughs> like, there's always like conspiracies of like who wrote Argyle, like what, what this Argyle book actually is. Like, oh wow, did not know that. Because because they because I think the book came out like last year, and then but there's no trailer. Like the only image we had of, was like that one. It was like the one image of like Dua Lipa and Henry Cavill dancing, and that's, that's literally all we knew until like the trailer came out. It's like the end of the year. You see, that's why I like the Kingsman. It's straight up just like here is the explanation, and yep. easy to understand. If you're in on it, come see it. But it doesn't try to play tricks with you. 
Yeah, I think, it, I think it, some of the reviews for Argo are saying it, it's like a little bit, it can make it a little too convoluted at, at times, but we'll, we'll, we'll find out. <laughs> and uh, yeah, and then, uh, so that'll do it for this week. Uh, definitely come back next week. We're going to be celebrating the 45th anniversary of the Warriors, the, uh, you know, the Walter Hill classic, and we'll be calling them out to play next week. Dive into all the all the crazy gangs and all the crazy characters of that movie. And uh, head over to the site for all of our um, all of our we got news, we got reviews, we got all sorts of stuff. We got our game box 2.0 up there right now, so you can check out what games we played in January. And you can also head over and check out our uh, commentary for January, which was I Frankenstein. Because we celebrate we celebrated its tenth anniversary, so we watched that uh, classic movie. <laughs> And yeah, all, all of our usual features, news, reviews, all that stuff, head over to the site, check all that stuff out. And um, you know, subscribe for more if you want to, and on uh, more of our podcasts or more of the commentaries. And uh, yeah, so for Chris, I am Zach, and we will see you next week. For more Everything Action, head to www.everythingaction.com. You can also follow us on Twitter at EVAction, on Facebook by searching for Everything Action. And follow us on Instagram at everything.action. You can also subscribe and get more episodes on Stitcher, Apple Podcasts, and Spotify.